Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lead Lap Show. My name is Tom Baker. It's great to be back with you. We broadcast every week from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. And with me on this show, we're going to have two guests. The first one is in studio with me. We're going to do about half the show with Sam Quarry. And then uh, we're going to hear from Ali Stedman, who is the PR director and the marketing director for the American Crate Late Model All-Star Series, American All-Stars. She's going to be uh, checking in with us as well. We've got Sam Corey in studio. We'll go uh, right to Sam and have a little chat with him. Sam is 14 years old from Mooresville, North Carolina. Now, most racers in this area, you might think, kind of trend toward uh, NASCAR. Well, not Sam. Sam is one of the racers who is more interested in the open wheel side of things. And so Sam is going to be competing this year in the brand new USF junior division. We're going to get him to talk about that, but first let's talk a little bit about you, Sam. Welcome to the program. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. So you're 14. Uh, that means obviously if you're from Morrisville, you're still in school. What school do you attend? I attend Southland Christian Academy. And what grade are you in, sir? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. Do you have a favorite subject in school besides lunch? Ooh, that's a hard one. Probably, <laughs> probably PE. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other one. I should have said besides lunch at gym, but I set myself up for that. Okay. Well, uh, it's good to have you on the show. What, sh- what got you interested in racing? So originally, my, my dad used to ride bikes with a legend, Ricky Rudd. Uh, Ricky lived right across the street from us, and my Dad would go up to the cart track, GoPro Motoplex, with Ricky and get in his carts. And so he started taking me up there, and uh, I started, you know, getting interested and looking at the go-karts. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I'm about six years old at the time, so my dad bought me my first little open-wheel go-kart, and uh, we started racing. Um, 2014 was the first year. I was about seven. Um, We started competing in, in karting and started doing the club races at GoPro, and I was successful. Um, I made quite a bit of friends that I still have today. Um, so we just kept getting more successful, and and um, then we started getting racing nationally and started winning and, and started enjoying it, and, I, and I've loved it. Now, I'm still, I'm still hung up about a minute ago when you said your dad and Ricky Rudd. I want to know more about that. So Ricky lived right across the street from us. Really? And um, him and my dad would go mountain bike riding, and when Ricky wasn't uh, racing, you know, NASCAR and all that, he he would go up to the go-kart track just wow. to stay, stay sharp. And so after a long time of that, my dad started going up there with him, and when I was young, I started going with him, and, you know, just was like, wow, this is awesome. So did you actually, did you ever get to just hang with Ricky and kind of talk to him about NASCAR and all that? Or did you just kind of see him at the track? We would see him at the track and um, I've sat down with him, I think before it would a couple of years ago, we haven't really gotten to a, a really intense conversation, but I've heard stories that of how awesome he was. You know, he really was. The thing about Ricky that really always impressed me was that he was as good on a road course as he was on an oval. And he also was very considerate 
of the media. He was one of those drivers. I remember one time at Watkins Glen, we were on uh, the pit road and it was, it wasn't long before the pre-race stuff was going to start. And he was heading toward his, his car and he sort of stopped to turn around to talk to somebody and he saw me and I kind of motioned. I had my camera and he just, he stopped, gave me a big smile and waited until I took the picture, gave me a thumbs up. And then, you know, when I, when I kind of nodded that, you know, I got what I needed, he kind of waved at me and, and, uh, you know, just kept on going. I mean, it was, it was it, not all drivers are like that, especially on race day on pit road, but that was, uh, you know, that was the first experience that I had kind of interacting with him. We didn't say a word to each other or whatever, but you know, that's, it was, he was very professional. Yeah. So, Great guy. yeah. So, okay. So you, that was kind of your introduction. Yep. Um, so since Ricky Rudd kind of factored into your intro to racing, how does one then get from, I want to be, you know, I'm friends with Ricky Rudd too, but I want to run open wheel. So I was, I was competing in karting and on more of that side of racing, the road course yeah. racing. Um, and I was good buddies with Hunter Yaney. Okay. Um, so when he started the whole VRD and um, just practicing for the couple years that he did uh, before before he raced, I would I would watch him and I was like, that's awesome. Um, so in December of 2020. December 2020, VRD, Dan Mitchell, he invited me to go run a, a Formula 4 car at Homestead Miami Speedway. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, they invited me to go and run that car, and we, di- we did pretty successful when I went and tested for that, for that day. Um, it was like a – it was an early Christmas present, if you want to put it. Uh, <laughs> but ever since I drove that car, I, I was in love with, with how awesome it was. And from being little, I would always watch Formula 1 and – IndyCar on on TV. I yeah. I was amazed on how those drivers went through of it and how awesome those cars are. Well, all of that's uh, I agree with all of that. And uh, Hunter is a very talented young racer too, and a nice kid. Uh, you know, very uh, impressed with everybody. In fact, it's connected with VRD. You're you're certainly with a a great bunch of people to kind of go into that uh, type of racing with. So, um, talk a little bit about your go kart career some highlights wins championships uh special awards most embarrassing moments whatever you want to tell us yeah so um karting was was always good i had i mean i had brandon jars crack at my disposal which he was a long time karting yeah karting guy and he was very successful wow. i also had lance fenderson who was very successful in in karting he could drive almost anything um from and he in cars as well um, so I always had those people at my disposal to, to bounce off of and, and learn from. Um, but the biggest moment in karting was probably winning at the Brickyard because uh, there was a race that we ran at the road course of, of Indy at the Brickyard, and um, that was probably my most my most memorable moment. I bet. Yeah, and w- with that event, you got to do what's called the lap. And the lap is where you get your go-kart, and you go out with all these old pace cars that they used to run with the Indy 500. You'd go follow these pace cars three wide and run a lap on the on the speedway, the wow. oval. I mean, it's awesome. So we won that two years in a row. Um, it was amazing. How long did it take you to get around the speedway 
in a go-kart. So we were behind pace cars, different sections the first year. I think I was the first row, which was amazing. Um, so I think it took us quite a while just say. to get down that back straight. Um, no, but it was it was amazing. <laughs> and I remember I was we were coming across, and I could see the bricks in front. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to drag my hand across the ground and touch these bricks. Wow. And so when you win, though, you get a brick, and you get to drink milk after you're done. Oh, wow. If, if you Just win, like you, you, get the you, wreath, you get the wreath, you get the milk, the, the trophy. It's it's amazing. How cool was that? It was amazing. I bet. Did you, did you get lots of pictures of that? I imagine yeah. you got a big old framed one on your wall somewhere, right? <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's crazy. Okay, so um, so now you're you're going to run um, USF Junior, and you've had a little bit of test time. Talk about what those cars, the the F four type car, is like to drive. So originally, Dan Mitchell and my father sat down, and they came up with over six months. I was going to do. 10 days in the car and if at the end of those 10 days I was going to they were going to evaluate and make sure I was competitive competitive enough to run the USF Junior Series and Dan was like yeah he's he's competitive enough to win so we were like all right let's go do this thing now when you get in the F4 for the first time I wasn't physically fit yet I was I was in for a treat and those cars they are they're heavy heavy slow cars if you want to put it that way um, that I was not ready for, wow. but the speed, the speed, when I got in, I was like, this is amazing. Going down the front stretch at Homestead, Miami, I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. I'm driving, I'm driving a real race car, um, which is, is my, been my dream since I've been little. So I was in a full blown open wheel race car. That's incredible. Now you say you weren't in shape then. Now, <laughs> I'm I'm able to see you in the studio. The audience can't. How tall are you now? About five four. And how much do you weigh? Uh, one twenty five, one thirty. So how much better shape are you in now? Like, what did you have to do to get into shape to to handle those cars that you weren't before? Because you're not exactly Hulk Hogan here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I um I just I decided all right I need to get in the gym and I need to start putting some muscle on especially lower body as, as much as upper body. You, you wouldn't think, oh, I just got to push the gas and brake in this car. Well, in these cars, the braking is so – it's it's very difficult. Spring is tight. To, yep, yeah. yep. And it's a technique that you have to master. Okay. Um, so I worked out my legs a ton and, and tried to get – I'm still uh, <laughs> working my upper body and everything like that. So I feel much better than I did when I first tested. But So I'm, I'm ready for this season as much as anyone else. Well, it sounds uh, sounds like you've been working hard. Now, do you have a personal trainer, or are you just doing this on your own? No, so I go to it's called Champion Sports Performance. Um, they do they do classes and and things like that oh. to just train and train your body. There's strength classes, to speed classes, all kinds of stuff. Is like that, that in Mooresville or somewhere? That is in Huntersville. Huntersville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Champion Sports Performance. Cool. Yeah. Well, it uh, gives you an opportunity to get in shape and uh, let you get ready for the season now. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the USF juniors and kind of what what they're doing, what the expectations are, because it is a new class. So we definitely want to uh, to have some more conversation with you. So we will uh, step aside and take a break. When we come back, we have got more with Sam Corey and Ali Stedman 
will be joining us as well. And we'll talk some dirt track stuff. More of Lead Lap right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. MyComputerCareer.edu, that's MyComputerCareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hey guys, this is Nathan Bird, a.k.a. Birdman, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap, and we continue with Sam Corey, a 14-year-old open-wheel formula-style race car driver, I guess a rookie this year in the USF Junior. Well, technically, I guess, Sam, everybody's a rookie in the USF Junior class this year because 
Of course, uh, we haven't had any races yet. It's a brand new division. But talk a little bit about the USF Junior. I think people probably, most people know what F1 is. I think they know that there's some feeder series. you got F2, F3, which is Formula Regional or Formula Americas, whatever they call it here, and then uh, F4. But USF Junior kind of is the predecessor to F4. It's the new entry-level division. Talk a little bit about that. So USF Juniors is it's a it's a feeder series to the to the road to Indy. Um, so they what I like about them is is they're changing they're changing it to USF four. USF four you you tend to see that they don't get any ra- any racing laps in. It's all under caution. Um, so we we have changed, which I'm glad that they have changed. Uh, we are going to do a it's a lapped event. Um, it's more. So if you have a let's say you have a minute twenty nine minute thirty lap time at Homestead, um, it would be around fifteen to twenty laps because they do it off of time. They do it in a 30, 30 minute uh, time base, but they do it in laps. So if you're on caution laps, they're not going to count your laps under caution. You're still going to get all those race laps. Um, so I'm glad that that's going to be to be different than USF four. Because USF Ford was under caution the whole time. Yeah, that uh, I noticed that last year when I went to VIR, which for those of you who may be listening and have never been to Virginia International Raceway, it is one of the most beautiful race courses in America. It really is. If you get a chance this year and you enjoy road racing, it's only about two hours from here, and it is just spectacular. Uh to watch racing there. Such a good time. But anyways, when I was up there, I saw the F4s for the first time. And that was one of the things that really disappointed me is that, um, you know, they count the cautions toward the total race time. And I think the second race that they ran or the third race of the weekend, they only had one lap completed when the, the time ran out. It's like you're paying all that money for a lap. And if you didn't cause the caution, you know, it's kind of a, you know, it's a bummer. So I, that's the only thing about timed racing that I don't really care for. Um, I like the uh, the lap stuff much better, so I'm glad juniors are doing that. Um, what tracks are they going to race at? What are you, where where are you going to be racing with those? So they are going to start out at Ozarks International Raceway. Uh, we will. Where is that? That's in Missouri. Oh wow! And what's nice is we're going to be partnered at Mid Ohio. Is going to be with the Gander Outdoor uh, Truck Series. Sweet. And then at Barber in uh, Barber Motorsports Park is going to be with IndyCar. Uh, so we'll go to Ozarks, we'll go to Barber, we'll go to uh, Road America, VAR, um, Mid-Ohio, and then the rumor is that we're going to go to Coda, um, oh. but it's not official yet, so nice. th- that'll be in September, hopefully. I'm well, hoping we get to go there, because that would be amazing. I know the F4s ran there last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they ra- actually they ran with the F1 series, mm-hmm. not with him, but on the same weekend as the, the F1 race was, and... So that would be pretty cool to be able to go and do and do something like that. Now, um, I think most people know by now that a lot of the oval track NASCAR, you know, even IndyCar racers do a lot of their preparation for these tracks with iRacing. Is it this? It, can it be the same for you with the juniors, or how do you prepare? for these tracks ahead of time um is it watching video or how how do you prepare so i i do use iRacing as well um i watch i watch video i get on boards from the team of past drivers like nico christodoulou which i hear he's been on this show yes um, sure has hunter 
Yaney, who's uh, also yep. been on the show. Jason, I've I've watched Alder. those yep. videos, um, and I I get on the sim and I go run an hour of of Barber. I'll go run an hour of VIR. I'll go run. So I'll go run all these tracks before we get there, and I see that it helps quite a bit. It helps me That's awesome. learn the track and and just know the corners, know everything, so that I'm not up for a surprise when I get there. Okay, we'll come back to that, but I want to go back in time just a bit because in addition to the karting that you did, you also have run at Millbridge on the dirt a little bit. So I want you to talk about that a little bit because we're big fans of Millbridge on this show and we love to plug racing. Uh, those of you in the audience should go there every Wednesday night. It is only about 15 minutes from here. It's and it's uh, it's a great track. Talk about your experience there. Yes, I love Millbridge. And Millbridge, we first got started there uh, with another fellow driver that raced on asphalt. And he um, he needed a fill-in driver because the points follow the car, not the driver. So okay. when I was young, um, I got into an outlaw cart and drove those for as a fill-in driver, won about six races. And so since then on, um, last year, we got into some micro-sprint stuff because they brought micro-sprints to Millbridge, yeah. which was amazing. Uh, I got into some Out of those. Time. Um, and was running that. We took a break from it um, to to go and pursue Formula Four and to pursue this USF Junior Series and test and um, to be ready for that. But I do have plans to get to get into a, a micro sprint again and possibly a sprint car. Nice. So you're going to keep doing some the more different types of racing that you do. I think the better it is for your driver skill set, and yeah. it it just keeps you your brain active thinking, okay, well, I'm not, I'm in, I'm in Millbridge today. I'm not in the junior car yep. or I'm in the junior car. I'm not at Millbridge or whatever. I think that's uh, that's excellent. Um, so how did you like racing on the dirt? I loved it. I mean, you have to, at Millbridge is so difficult. They say, if you can run Millbridge, you can run anywhere. Um, so just I would having, that's the truth. Yeah. Having to take your car and put it on the limit on the wall at Millbridge, just learning that. And, and it helps so much. Even with road racing, oh yeah, they configure quite a bit. Um, it helps you so much with just car control. So, um, but I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Now, did you actually run the open class, or didn't you get that far? So I went to inter- I got up to intermediate, and okay. then once they brought the micros there, that's what everybody was going so to. So you jumped right to the micro. So we went straight okay. to the micro. Yeah, because the open cars are the same horsepower weight ratio as a like a World of Outlaws sprint car. So you can't get any kind of more difficult than that, but I'm sure the micros are no picnic there either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are awesome. They are very difficult to drive. Um, so it it helped me a lot. It it really did. So, but now, I love Millbridge. Well, and so now you get to go to some of the most beautiful road courses and the the most storied road courses in the country and run with the USF Juniors. Um, who are going to be your teammates this year? So I will have Nikita Johnson. He will be one of my teammates for the juniors. Okay. Um, Nikita's run Legends cars yeah. at the summer shootout yep. for a year or two, and he's won a couple races, so yes, that's cool. Yes, yeah. He'll be great competition as well. as His name's Noah Peng. He's, he's uh-huh. just getting into it. Um, he's run some GT4 stuff, but he will he will be one of my teammates as well. Nice. So three cars. Yep. In, in the, the USF in the juniors. Junior series, yeah. 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 And then of course they'll still have their F fours and F four F threes. USF two thousand, all yeah. that, yep. Um all of that. So and Hunter now, incidentally, uh for those of you who remember when he was on this show, Hunter is actually racing in Europe this year. What is it? Um F I A F three? Yep. Man. 
That is brutal over there. So that'll be, uh, I'm sure that'll be quite different. He ran, I think, one last year, right? Didn't he run, or was that an F4 over there? What did he uh, run? He ran British F3. Oh, British F3. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. this is FIA F3, which yep. is even, I think, a little bit a little more. Bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of uh, gone all in at at 16 years old. So, uh, you know, that's awesome. Um, so we're, we're really excited to see what you do with the juniors. What are your goals for the year? Like, what would you consider to be a successful year as a rookie going into a brand new class that's never run before? Our goal is, is to win. I mean, if you're, if you're not willing to put it all in to win, then you shouldn't be doing this. I mean, I think every driver in the paddock is, is wanting to win. Um, so my goal is to, is to, to go out and dominate. Well, that's uh that's a great goal. And uh, I think it's, it's based on your experience. I would say that you probably have as good a shot as anybody. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for you stepping up into this? It, it's probably going to be just a different style of racing. It's going to be a lot with strategy and saving tires and as much as that. Um, so it's going to be different, but it's going to be difficult, but I'm, I think that I am as well suited to win as anybody else. So it's going to be great. So who helps you make all your racing happen? Sponsors, crew, anybody you want to thank? So number one is, is Redline Oil. Redline Oil has been with me since my beginning days of karting. Um, them, Stilo Helmets, Stilo and Simpson Race Products, um, provide me with the greatest helmets, the lightest helmets that, that I could have. Um, Phil Wright. Phil Wright, uh, they are, they are, it's a fuel pump that is used for agricultural use and as well like when you go to a racetrack tom you see the 55 gallon drums that yes have race fuel in them sure do. well you i've i know i've experienced just trying to pump them out with a hand pump well phil right they make a an electrical pump that pumps it out for you like a like a gas tank um nice and so they do that as well you see a, a big a big uh gas tank in the back of a pickup truck and you can pump it out of there if you want to that's what they're good for us. Two types of things that you could use fill right for. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice so. job on the plug there. You've, you've uh, done your homework with your sponsors. That's impressive. Uh, okay. Where can fans find you on the internet? So my Instagram is it's Sam Corey racing, all lowercase. Um, and Spell then S A M and then C O R R Y and then racing. Go. Um, and then I'm on Twitter, same exact thing. And Facebook, I believe is S J Corey racing. Okay, and uh, what do you like to do when you're not racing? I I love getting on my sim and doing sim work. Uh, I love mountain biking outside, um, and I love watching racing, watching football, stuff like that. So, so Okay, you love watching football. So uh, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. Bengals or Rams? I'm going to have to go with Bengals. Why? You know, Joe Burrow, he's a rookie, so I'm I'm hoping he gets it done. Well, there you go. So a rookie cheering for a rookie. I got you. Yes, sir. I, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Well, Sam, you've done a great job. Glad to have you on the program. Look forward to bringing you back again during the season. Thank you for having me. That is Sam Corey. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we talk dirt on the lap. Stay with us. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. Alcoholism can affect any family. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 866-200-0033 or visit alanonorg slash hope. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hey, I'm Howie Nisigano, and you're listening to Blue Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap. Tom Baker with you and broadcasting as usual from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. And we are going to go to the phones and uh, bring in our next special guest and looking forward to talking with Allie Stedman from the American All-Star Series and uh, Allie, I hope that you can hear me here. This is my first time producing. Uh, yes, I can actually hear you. I hope you can hear me. Wow. Okay. I've got, uh, I've got my trainer, Chris Murdoch here with me. And, uh, so far he's keeping me straight. So good to have you on the program, Allie. Um, and let's talk a little bit about your series. First of all, for those 
in our area here that don't really know too much about the American All-Stars. Talk a little bit about the, the series. When did it start? Kind of uh, talk a little bit about what you're doing and where you race, all that sort of thing. Um, so I am a member of the American All-Star Series. I work with public relations, marketing, and then I also co-score and I'm um, in training to race direct for us. But we are a pro late model dirt series. We run 604 crate motors. Um, we run all through the East Coast. So we go from West Virginia, North Carolina, um, Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and then we're going to hit one track in Georgia this year. Um, we pretty much just run all the way from April to November, and sometimes we'll have like a little winter race in December. But we just have a touring series. We have drivers invited and drivers, anybody who wants to run with us, they can come run with us and we'll pay out. We have different payouts. So this year we'll have um, a few 10,000s at with Raceway, Smoky Mountain Speedway. And then um, at the end of the year, we'll finish out with our national crate championship at Willard Speedway for 15,000 to win. That's pretty impressive. How many races on your schedule for 2022? Um, minus our national crate championship, we have, I think, 25 and then the 26 with the crate championship. Oh, okay. Nice. That's a that's a nice schedule, I think, for, for a season for a crate late model class. Um, and you run in multiple states, right? You've got races in, what, Tennessee and Virginia, uh, maybe West Virginia as well. Um, am I missing any? Um, we run in Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, yeah, and then we also have one race in Georgia this year. Oh, okay. So are there any plans at any point to bring the series into the North Carolina area? We've been trying so hard because we have so many drivers that are from North Carolina. So we have uh, Dylan Brown, which won over 30000 yeah. in our series this year. And um, a few of you know the Carolina boys, they, they give our East Tennessee guys a run for their money sometimes. And so we've been trying our best to get um, tracks like Friendship in North Carolina and stuff like that. But we haven't been able to. And then when we were at the car show in Hickory, North Carolina, we were talking to some of the Carolina drivers. And we were trying to figure out where we could put them on the schedule for this year. But I think we're definitely going to try for next year. Nice. Well, we'd love to have you over here in the Carolinas. But I know there's a lot of amazing tracks uh, in the other states as well. I've been to a number of them and really enjoy them. Um, talk a little bit about how you guys have kind of been weathering all of the, you know, the challenges that we've had over the last year or two with the virus and, and uh, you know, and then it, now the, the big thing, as much as that seems to be uh, obviously the supply chain and the shortage of parts and different things. How are, how are things looking in your world for your series this year with all of that? Well, the series started in 2019, so that was their first um, kickoff year. Um, and then 2020 happened, so the COVID-19 pandemic happened, and they started a little late, but then they had a big kickoff at Volunteer Speedway. And, um, that's where I met Joseph Rush, the CEO of the American All-Star Series, and then I moved. Um, I was working at Volunteer Speedway, and then shortly at the end of 2020, um, he offered me a job with the American All-Star Series, so I took it, and now I've Worked a full season with the American All-Star Series. And then um, this year, so I know in 2020, they used uh, iRacing to um, get drivers in a car and, you know, pull, get racing in people's lives because, you know, we miss it already. I and mean, we're only, we haven't raced in three months, and so people just miss it. And yeah. uh, 
we just um, we just now hosted our I race last week actually for a thousand to win. Um, we plan to keep on doing the I races because we feel like it gives a different kind of crowd. So maybe some um, pro pro drivers that don't have an actual race car um, can run with our series and co-sanction with us with the Pro Late Model Series. Um, Player Late Model Dirt Series, run by Cody Early. He's the iRacing guru. And um, so, yeah, we're just trying to navigate around COVID right now and um, use that kind of to our benefit instead of letting us, um, letting it, letting it strain us. Um, but right now, the big thing that drivers are worried about is tires because of the shortage with those and the parts okay. shortage. So we're trying to, we're trying to really just, navigate through those and help our drivers not have to um have any stress with that and help them help them more than hurt them with our series that seems uh like a pretty universal worry right across the board dirt and pavement the tires uh, a lot of series and tracks uh having issues with that even as we go into the season and of course uh you you mentioned that you worked for volunteer speedway um, a lot of us in the in the dirt world know it as Bulls Gap because that's where it was. Bulls Gap, Tennessee, uh, hated to see that that place went away because uh, that was one of my favorite Tennessee tracks. That and Taswell are two of my favorite tracks in Tennessee. Um, hopefully, at some point, maybe we'll get uh, Bulls Gap back. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping so because that's my home, stra- uh, home track. I'm from Kingsport, Tennessee, so that's oh. pretty close for me. Um so I've been just, you know, um, trying to – We've they've been going through some ownership deal, and we're trying to figure out who's going to be running it and if they're even going to run this year. So hopefully the series gets back on that schedule. We had to change our national championship because that usually is at Volunteer Speedway. But this year we're breaking the uh, highest payout at Willard Speedway for the 15000 wow. championship at the end of the year. Now where is Willard? I'm not familiar with that one. Um, that one is in um, Kentucky. Oh. We actually raced there this year in th- uh, three times. So I'm interested to see how many drivers use those first two times to help them practice for that 15000 at the end of the year. Nice. Well, it, that's uh, it's great to kind of have that territory that you cover. A lot of uh, a lot of really cool tracks and really cool road trips for the racers. Uh, you know, are your uh, are your races? Can can we do you live stream them? Can we watch them during the year? Talk a little bit about what you have going on with regard to uh, you know coverage. Um, yes, yeah, so we actually have partnered this year with Dirt to Media. Oh, um, we are going nice. to be reviewing all of our uh, races on Dirt to Media this year, as well as some of the races may be um, on demand on Flow Racing. Hopefully, live. We're working on that right now, and then. Um, as well, we're going to have a an app. It's in development right now. It's AmericanAllStars.tv. And oh, nice. we are going to try to have all of our races on demand there. But if you want to catch it right now, there's some of them are YouTube. And then if you want to – I think most of them are on YouTube on our American All-Stars page. Well, we've got uh, about two minutes left here uh, in this segment. Talk a little bit about some of the drivers that uh, we might know that compete in your series. Um, Carolina, the ones that I know most is um, Dylan Brown. He was our money winner of 2021. Um, Ricky Green. Um, John Ruggiero Jr. runs with us sometimes. We had oh. uh, Carson Ferguson run with us last week, uh, last year a lot. Really good um, young shoe. Mm-hmm. And then Corey Hedgecock, he's from East Tennessee. He runs oh, with yeah. us quite, quite a bit. 
um, Zach Stice, Trevor Stice, the Stice yep. brothers, uh, Logan Roberson, Thug Nasty. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of more. There's a lot that run with us. We have some run from Indiana. Um, we have one from oh, Maine wow. that comes down. Um, Jeremy Steele. From Maine? Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, that's a long... <laughs> he must get the uh, Farthest Toe Award every race. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he travels a good bit. So we have uh, um, a few from uh, Indiana that want to run with us, and so we're hoping within the next couple of years, hopefully next season we can get up in Indiana because Dirt to Media is actually based out of Indiana. Yes. So we can try to, we're going to try to get a race up there. So hopefully that'll work out. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very familiar with uh, Zach and Trevor Sice. I've known them since they ran go-karts when they were both little kids and uh, both mm-hmm. really talented racers and, um, you know, and, and come from a great family as well. You've, you've got uh you have a pretty good car count at every race that you you hold. Basically, you're a you're a well established series. It appears, and uh, it sounds like you're in for a big season this year. Um, what are the What are the two or three biggest races that uh, our audience should kind of keep their eyes out for with with you? Um, right now, our um, biggest races we have a few ten thousand. So we'll have a ten thousand at Smoky Mountain Speedway in Maryville, Tennessee. We'll have a 10,000 at With Raceway in Withville, Virginia, and then our National Crate Championship in, at Willard Speedway. And um, we have a few TBAs in there, but we do have a TBA in the beginning of the season that will be a, uh, a 10,000. We cannot announce where that's at right now, so hopefully we'll be able to announce that soon. But we do have at least three 10,000s and then our National Crate Championship 15,000 at Willard Speedway. With is a uh, with is a huge racetrack. I love that track. A uh, very nice area too. Really enjoy going there. Uh, and that's one of your kind of staple tracks, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, we actually run the oldest crate race um, in the country there, and that's our ten thousand. But um, previously won by Ricky Green. Um, oh wow, Carolina boy. Yeah. Um, that is pretty much our. That's our home right there. That one. And Smoky Mountain because we run there so much, um, but Smoky Mountain and Wisp are monsters. They are huge, so they're definitely um, kind of intimidating for our drivers to go to, especially if they haven't been there yet. And but we always put on good shows everywhere we go, especially at Wisp and Smoky. Well, yeah, that's uh, that, and I'm I'm looking forward to getting to a couple of your shows this year. Uh, we're going to ask you just to uh, hang on for a moment. Going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more lead lap after this. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. I let go of trying to control things that I had no control over, and that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers. But there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Al-Anon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org/hope. 
Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back as we conclude tonight's lead lap show we really are uh excited to be rolling into the 2022 season and uh i'm actually going to be on the road this weekend myself at a race we'll tell you about that in a minute but uh, we want to continue for a moment with our special guest ellie stedman ellie is the pr and marketing and scoring i guess uh you're kind of an alley of all trades with that series multitasking are you uh, yes, um, pretty much I just do anything uh, our CEO will ask me to do with the series, um, just kind of helping out, and hopefully we make this thing bigger than it is. Uh, what would be the what What would be the goal? Have you talked about you know this is where ultimately we want to be in another year or two, or kind of what What is the ultimate goal for uh, for your series? Um, we really want to be as big as Lucas Oil. I mean, we really want to Ow. set our of our high and you know be out there and go na- national and have drivers from the whole country i mean the midwest they have great drivers there and then hopefully they come to us and you know get crate racing more recognized especially in the midwest and towards out west because there's it's not as known as it is here on the east coast well that uh that's a that is a lofty lofty goal for sure uh but uh you've been you guys have been around a while and and i know that uh there's a lot of reason to be excited about what's going on this year with your series. When is your first race? Um, it is in April. We start out at I-75 Raceway in Sweetwater, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Um, we have a two-day race there. Um, instead, our two-day races are different, though. We don't 
uh, stretch it out to two days and only have one feature. We actually have a two-day um, feature. So we have a 2500 on the first day, and then we have a 5000 on the second day to, uh, to open our 2022 season. Sounds like fun. Okay, so uh, where can fans that might want to check you out, where can they do that? I know you have a website, and uh, and what is the social media? Um, so we do have a website. It's uh, crateracing.com. That is our website where you can find the American All-Star Series. And then we also have a Facebook page at American All-Star Series. Um, YouTube, um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We actually have a Twitch, and we actually have a um, a production of the American All-Star Series called Off the Dirt with Allie and Joe. We go live every Monday for now um, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And pretty much we just talk about our our series and we just um, try to be ourselves and let people get to know us and pretty much promote our series so viewers are our podcast. Sounds like fun. Well, we would uh, definitely like to stay in touch and uh, kind of keep you coming back as your season begins and kind of gets underway. And if you got any major announcements, uh, let us know. We'd love to have you on and talk about those and keep our dirt audience over here enlightened as to what's going on with uh, the American All-Stars. And we appreciate your time to talk to us this week on Lead Lab. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about our 2022 season. We are as well. That's Allie Stedman, and uh, we'll let her uh, get back to her evening. And uh, we're going to finish up the show here. Uh, We've got something that I want to talk real quick about. I'm going to be actually going uh, this weekend to Martin, Tennessee, to UT Martin. There is an indoor go-kart race there this weekend called the King of Kings Shootout. And this is not just an ordinary go-kart race. This is a race that is a mission This is a missions event. The profits from the event go straight into missions work for God's kingdom. And uh, Jeff Brown and Dan Reeves and their group have uh, put this on. This is their 10th anniversary already. Um, And they will have probably five or six hundred entries racing Saturday and Sunday. And if you want to check this out, um, if you go to speedsport.tv, you can uh, find it there. Um, it's, uh, again, you heard uh, Ellie mention um, the same company that uh, uh, is covering their series is going to be covering this one and, and really excited about working with those folks again. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Ryan and his group are are enjoyable to work with and uh, do a great job with the broadcasts. And uh, go-kart racers from all over the country will be there, particularly on Saturday. I think there's about um, 20 feature events or so on Saturday. And uh, then Sunday is basically all of the pro classes. So they only run about uh, seven or eight divisions, I think, on Sunday. But uh, they're all big events And uh, it's always a good time, kind of two entirely different days of racing. But um, one of the things that happens in the offseason, when the big track shut down, the go-kart world stays really active. We talked about back in November the uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts National Indoor Kart Championship in Batesville that I called. And this is the other race during the year (laughs) that I do. And it happens uh, in the beginning of February. It is another indoor dirt race and not quite um, the size of the Batesville race, but certainly has a great deal of importance. Like I said, they've done some fantastic work um, for, uh, you know, and built some uh, schools and classrooms and different things over the years uh, around the world with uh, the profits 
from this event. So um, really, they really try to make an impact. And so very excited about that. So if you get a chance uh, on Saturday, pop on to speedsport.tv, uh, probably about uh, one one o'clock or so in the afternoon, and you can catch whatever's left of qualifying. And then uh, the feature events happen a little bit later in the day, but it's uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Okay, so what else is on the calendar here? Well, um, the uh, if you're interested in going to the winter heat and catching some Legends cars race at Charlotte Motor Speedway, well, don't bother going this weekend. They are postponed. February, the last weekend in February, they will be running a double race on Saturday, which means basically two complete race events and then um, a single race event on Sunday. So that is uh, kind of new from U.S. Legends. As of today, they postponed just because, again, it seems like every weekend lately, the weather is just crappy. Um, and their racing happens outdoors, not indoors, like the car race I'm going to. So um, if you want to check that out, uh, just, uh, know that, uh, you can't do it today or tomorrow. You'll have to do it, uh, the end of February and we'll keep you posted on that as it gets closer. We'll remind you of that. Also, um, if you're interested in what's on TV, well, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning here on WSIC tomorrow, it is the clash, uh, from the Coliseum in Los Angeles, NASCAR returns all new cup cars first time they've ever run um and then of course uh we start thinking about arca and all of the the races that lead up to the daytona 500 so um the clash kind of starts it all i uh, don't know how good of a race it's going to be <laughs> i guess we'll find out kind of like uh, bowman gray i guess i'm hoping not because we don't want to tear up a bunch of brand new cars but um we'll see but that's on uh, and I think it's about a 6 p.m. Eastern start, so uh, make sure that you uh, check the Fox listings for that. Okay, so that will about wrap things up here for this week on Lead Lap. My good buddy, Lenny Batiki will take it from here on WSIC with PRNs at the track. We'll be back next Saturday morning. Have a great week, folks. So long. You've been listening to the Lead Lap Show. Home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit LeadLapShow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lap Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lap Show. Thank you for listening.